Welcome to the latest episode of Quarantine the Past, where we, the aging music writers, will be discussing the latest and greatest in the world of popular music. Well, that's what happens when you ask AI software to write your podcast intro. Uh, I think I've delivered worse in the past, so we'll call it a 6 out of 10. I take a little bit of offence at the aging part, but I guess we're not exactly young. So, uh, I'm joined by the usual crew. We've got Juan Rodriguez, Gabby Nirenberg, and Joe Rivers. And this time, we're going to be discussing the NoRipCord.com Top 50 Albums of 2022. Um, so, yeah, we're going to talk about our picks. We're going to talk about the NoRipCord list and pick apart some of the themes. And we're going to talk about what we think should have been in there, what shouldn't have been in there, and hopefully it'll sort of descend into chaos around halfway through so the list is live it's on the website it's probably worth opening a browser and having it open if you can um should we kick things off with talking about the top 10 i guess that's the pointy end of the list what did you guys think about the top 10 should we you know list out our top 10 yeah we probably should do staring that staring at their screens Other- otherwise yeah, people won't know what we're talking about so uh, i'll go in reverse order yeah uh, at 10, we had Sudan Archives. At 9, we had The Smile. At number 8, we had Wet Leg. 7, Black Country New Road. 6, Special Interest. 5, Nilufa Yanya. 4, Beach House. 3, Jockstrap. 2, Big Thief. And number 1, because I rigged it, it was always. It's very on that, brand that the, the band we have a special episode about is the one that got to number one. It's pure coincidence, but you know when you've been editing a, a well, when you've been publishing a music website for twenty three years, you get to have some degree of artistic license with these kind of things. We stick to the Excel we all spreadsheet. Always in our top ten. <laughs> uh, I I had always at number one, and surprisingly, Juan, I think you had it pretty high up. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty high up. I mean, again, like this was one of those years where I didn't have that one record that was like this could almost be a ten. So it was a top. I had three records that were kind of fighting for that top slot, but in the end, yeah. I think always was my top pick. Yeah. What about you, Joe? It was in my top ten. Yeah, no, I do. I do like it. I think the I think that top ten you read back overall is pretty good in that it's quite varied. There's some stuff in there that's like kind of buzz band type things. So stuff like Wet Leg that you think is gonna be in quite a lot of people's lists, but then stuff like Beach House that we've talked about, which is a real return to form after seven or eight records, eight records I think. And then yeah, I think that the interesting one is um is jockstrap probably because that seems to be on a lot of end of year lists either really high or not in there at all it's been quite a divisive record um i'm surprised i'm pleasantly surprised it's so high it wasn't it wasn't in my top 20 but it's one of those records that even though i didn't really really love i'm quite pleased to see it high up in our list where was it on yours what did you have it at gabby was it in your top 10 um it let me you know what? It wasn't on my top 10. I would think it was um, like 11 on mine, but it was it was a tough call. Um, I really loved that record, though. 
I feel it like, was one I of feel those. Like I need to go on. Sorry. Yeah, it was. It was one of those that sort of surged into my top ten in the last few yes. weeks. You had momentum, didn't it? You feel like you need to what attack Juan and tell him. Oh, attack Juan! I need. Yeah. I need. No, not not for not liking it, Juan. For not talking about disliking it. For refusing to discuss it at all. So that's what I want to talk about. <laughs> He's like, you know, I. I censored myself the last time because I think the the opinion that I had was like that this was the pitchfork best new music that everyone kind of rallied for this year that I still don't understand the the hype. There's always that one record and oh gosh, I still I heard it today again. And you hate and it. <laughs> I like it even less now. I don't know. I really hate the. I, I really dislike the the orchestration. I don't see how it meshes with the rest. It has Actually, like this collage. It has this collage feel that is not pleasant to me. I mean, it has like two tracks that I really like, and outside of that, I I it it's just not. So I actually can get behind me. that. The the orchest like the orchestrated parts are very jarring to me, but I like it. The record as a whole despite that and i appreciate that it's so unusual and that it's doing something different because a lot of other records that all other publications are pushing up so highly are to me just so samey and just a little boring so anything that's different and trying something new is i don't know more worthwhile in my view like I'm gonna remember this record. I'm not gonna remember mm -hmm. a lot of other stuff. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah, you're gonna remember it too for hating it so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's not a it. it's not a perfect record, but it's a really interesting oh, one. Yeah. And it, and, exactly. And I I like that. I like that a debut that takes risks, and I like seeing debuts in the top ten. I think in previous years, one of the flaws has been I think because the top ten is often full of bands that everyone overlaps on you know the sort of big big name big ticket bands that people vote for even if it's not their favorite record they just shove it in the bottom of the list so big thief would be an example although that was a, a really good record it's the sort of thing that's just going to find its way onto a lot of people's lists a lot of people like that sort of thing um, yeah. And this year, there are enough surprises in there to keep the top 10 interesting. It's usually, I think, in some ways, the least interesting part of our lists. Um, but it's great to see Sudan Archives there. It's great to see Jockstrap. Yes. I, I like seeing Be uh, Beach House there because I think that's a record that a lot of people seem to have forgotten about. I was so confused about that. Can I say something about Beach House? Uh, I mean, here's the thing. I've I've been doing... I normally do the, a lot of the tallying for for the top 50 records of the year. And I was kind of looking in the past, um, and how does Beach House do with these lists? And I was kind of surprised to see that Beach House has never been in a top 10 until this album, which is really surprising because uh, even albums that you would assume would get more attention, like Bloom, Teen Dream, I don't think any of those ever made our top 10 in the past. I don't know if it's like there was more competition in the past or maybe just a lot of people just gravitated towards this record. But I'm, I'm a little surprised by that. Yeah. It's like one of those kind of older actors that you're really surprised hasn't won an Oscar before and then they give it to them for something that's kind of 
mediocre, but <laughs> but this isn't mediocre at all. I really More love this Grammys. record. That happens at the Grammys all the time. Yeah, I'm surprised it's kind of you know dropped out of focus for a lot of people. I think it's it, this was the first record I fell in love with this year. I think, and um, I, I think it still really stands up. I wonder if that's why it's um, not in a lot of lists because it came out in what January, February, or something like that. Mm. So I think records that do um, that do that often often don't make it into the end of year list. But it's a it's a strange one that it's not in more lists. Um, one thing I did notice about the list just as a whole is is the kind of the the lack of hip hop. And I think just looking at it now, I think we've probably got three hip hop records in there. There's um, Billy Woods at nineteen, Danger Mouse. 26 and Pusha T at 35. Um, there's no Kendrick Lamar in the list, which is like is a very big surprise. I wasn't a big fan of that record, but I think it's one of those ones where he's such a big artist and has been number one in our end of year list before. Actually, twice, I think. Twice, I think. Twice. I think it's first. So he's like yeah. no record royalty, isn't he? That's exactly. How he describes think, himself. Yeah, that's how he's, yeah, that's in his, that's the first line of his Wikipedia bio. But, <laughs> um, that's normally that's normally just a kind of a given that like you can put out anything and you'll get into the list really because like I said there's overlaps lots of people vote when he put out that is it untitled unmastered that kind of almost demos record I think that made our top thirty that that yeah. year that that came out so the fact that it's um, and also has it's in quite a lot of other end of year lists I don't think anyone's thinking it's as good as the first couple of, sort of big records but. I thought it would have just, you know, snuck in somewhere, but hardly must have had like no votes or one vote if it's not even getting in our top it, top fifty at all. It, it really kept dropping down my list all year. That one, Joe. I think I had it even in in sort of September. I had it in the top on the edge of the top ten, and then I think I listened to it again, and uh, I just kind of kept nudging it down. Really, I think I've got it at like thirty nine mm. now. Um, and I, I wonder if, again, it, it came out quite early in the year and there was a lot of fanfare and a couple of the songs were quite quite um, immediate and enjoyable, but it's not something that's really stayed with me. Um, the hip-hop records no, on there are my... quite under-the-radar ones, though, aren't they? They're, they're not things that were huge smashes. They're, you know, kind quietly of, impressive records. Of, but there were some glaring omissions, not just Kendrick. Like, then, uh, for instance... I know that there was some people that liked Denzel Curry. I also think that uh, Ben Staples does really well with our list. And mm. I think nobody really... I mean, I thought it was a good record too, but it, it just... Mm. It wasn't like as that. strong as others, though. Yeah. I love Ben Staples, like, usually. But mm-hmm. I haven't been as thrilled with his most recent stuff. Yeah, but most... Most usually falls in the banner of like underground rap. Like I was talking in a previous sure. podcast with, with uh, Sean about Ka, who's like this veteran rapper, and he heard the record before we spoke, and I'm sure it would have been on his list uh, had he known about it. So it's like one of those things where a lot of people are still kind of mm. catching up. Same thing with Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs is another one that does really well in our list this year, didn't mm. quite make it either. Uh, Earl you sweatshirt had a, was, Earl sweatshirt, right? Yeah, yeah you had that it. was that was my that was my pick. I mean, again, I think I kind of I had Earl sweatshirt and Billy Woods on my list, so uh, I, yeah. that, they were the two that sort of stood out for me. Um, it's good to see Billy Woods on there, of course. Like releasing two yeah, albums that list. are really that are really good is a good way of kind of um, 
you know, hoovering up some votes, isn't it? Um, but definitely deserves to be, uh, you know, up there in the top 20. That's really pleasing to see. It's not a bad year for hip hop. It's just, um, I think, I think the choices were fairly split, really. There wasn't an obvious standout. There were lots of, of really good records um, that kind of split the vote, really. Um, but, you know, quite a lot of a lot of R&B on there as well to 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 balance it out, uh, you know, a bit of a bit of overlap, I think. Um, you know, Sudan archives surprise, pleasantly surprising to see that feature as as highly as it as it did. And um, I'm surprised Yaya Bay wasn't higher up. Yeah, me too. Was that was that your number one of the year, Gabby? Yes, it ended up being my yeah, number one. Was my was... number one as well. So. I'm surprised. Well, I mean, we must have been the only ones who had her up high. <laughs> I think so. High, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but mm. still. Yeah, I can understand that's, it's not, I mean, a lot of it, that's not, I mean, we've talked about it on the podcast before. I guess it's not an immediate kind of record. It kind no. of is, it's very sort of autobiographical and reveals itself a bit more over time. But And it's yeah, very it's, understated um, for a number one pick. Mm, so I get it. Yes. Mm, yeah. But still. Not in the top ten. A shame. What do you think about yes, the pop on yes. there, Joe? We usually have a couple of um, a couple of just pure pop records that make it on there. I guess the one that f- a few leap out this year, Kylie Rae Jepsen. I know um, you're a yeah, Kylie Rae Jepsen's on there. I, I am a fan. Um, that Kylie Rae Jepsen album's on there. I guess you could, would you put Beyonce in that um, sort of bracket as well? Um, confidence man, if I down towards the lower end. Um, I kind of suspected that Taylor Swift might sneak into the list as well. I'm glad um, that it didn't. Yeah. Oh, did I it? Am I I'm, missing it? Okay. No, <laughs> no, I, no, I had I to do it. I've just had to scan through twice looking to see if it was there. And yeah, so that might be, yeah, that's either maybe. an injustice or a, or a. She or never a... performs that well on our list, uh, historically. Right. So maybe in the lower tiers, but not. I'm probably going to get yeah. a lot of like flack for saying that. But I think yeah. Juan sort of just erased the votes. I mean, we, we don't know what he's doing <laughs> with that spreadsheet. True. Yeah, I we would know never he is. do that. Yeah, you're a, a purist. I was going to say, is there anything on there from the pop point of view that you're su- surprised to see? You know, like so high because you know we're a bunch of you know at, at our core we like our indie music there's a lot of guitar music on there you know and and we may begrudgingly tick one pop album on there just so we don't feel too cranky but <laughs> yeah I, um well actually the the weekend at 18 i think is quite um surprising it was in it was i voted for it. i know it's been quite high in your list as well gabby but i'm surprised yes. it's as, as high as this in the list um Me again too. another one i think that came came out in like the second week in january i think didn't it and yeah it was and i think when yeah and with the with the mixtapes like 10 years ago when he was a lot more kind of underground people really like those mixtapes but over the last few years he's really transitioned into being a a singles artist i think i don't think he's normally seen as someone who you know who does great albums he's kind of moved into that into that realm of you know huge viral hits and and not much else so the fact that you put an album and a concept album at that um with it jim carrey. See that so high. with jim carrey as the narrator oh yeah, yeah that's right um, <laughs> certainly jim carrey's yeah, first appearance on this list <laughs> um Coincidentally, did, uh, did, did um did the soundtrack from the mask not make it back in the day because um 
his version of Cuban Pete is is a thing to behold. <laughs> oh, it's before no record time, that. isn't it? Bubbling under, I think yeah. it was. Bubbling under, yeah. Yeah, indie <laughs> picks, yeah. I, I do have something funny to say, though, about these lists. And, and I feel like this year I should give the, the, the Proto-Martyr Award, I want to call it officially. Um, so let me explain. <laughs> like, the Proto-Martyr Award is uh there's like the it's like the one post punk album of that year that usually doesn't quite crack the top 10 but it usually like is like between 11 to 15 but i i call it like the proto martyr award because a band like proto martyr it tends to like be a band that always makes our list around that range and it's usually because it's the same people voting for the one like uh like not veteran, I would say like consistent post punk artist, and, yeah. and I I feel like this year, prob- yeah, I feel like this year it should go to Viagra Boys because it's I feel I like I was Viagra just Boys, gonna say, I think they're the kind of band that if they keep doing really good records, they could stay in that lane of never quite making the top ten. But what's it, gonna it happen like if enough- they release? What if what yeah. happens if they and, and Proto Mata release a record in the same year though? Did... <laughs> it could split the vote. I'm not sure. It could, you know, and then yeah. they'll be both out, and and yeah. it'll you know it'll be chaos. People will quit, you know. Absolutely. In protest. Yeah. <laughs> I was um, going to say I'm surprised I... that they're not higher up. Yeah, that the should be higher up. Yeah. That was a great record. Yeah. And, and neglected by everyone. Um, everyone, not seen it on any other lists at all. I think it's like it's, it's a shame. It's the mm-hmm. biggest kind of no record exclusive pick. I think that one. It's Song of the Year, yeah. punk rock loser. Yeah, yeah oh, it's such so a good. such a great tune. Joe, mm-hmm. you're gonna pitch him. Um, if we're if we're naming awards after bands <laughs> due to their performance on um, years past. Um, I'd like to start the, the Japanese Breakfast Award, which is for an artist that has released an album that is just completely fine. And then you can see why it makes everybody's top 20. And then it gets dangerously close to getting number one. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm so glad I didn't make number one, because that would just be such a weird, like, average record to make number one. So um, Big Thief, um, that record is completely fine. I can see why everyone has voted for it. But if at the end of the year it's like over the whole of recorded music that is apparently the best record of the entire year you'd kind of go a bit like oh really is that what we're is that what we're saying that because i think it was at last year that japanese breakfast very nearly got number yes, one and that instead only of the... self-esteem does that mean yeah. always yeah. it's the self-esteem award uh, <laughs> n- n- no i mean Why? is that just the award no. for being number one <laughs> no because it was like a last minute like wasn't always yeah. almost not going to get it was almost opposed do you know what at the last i'm going to claim credit for this because at the last minute i just had a look at my list and i thought nah i'm not having big thief at number three Uh, and i bumped them down to number eight because and it was you and i had no i had no awareness i had i had no yeah never after me yeah it's it's the one where i engineered the list to make my record of the uh win because i I had self-esteem at number one last year as well exactly yeah you're very influential david i will say this like the top two was (laughs) supremely close so had it had big thief been i'm so glad it's not big thief it could have been number one absolutely and i i genuinely went a little bit lukewarm i mean it's like Joe said. It's a, it's a really good, fine, pleasurable, pleasant record. But I, I just don't think it's 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 not thrilling. 
you know it's just just nice it's just a big thief or whatever i can't yeah. comment i can't yeah, be the exactly. person commenting it's a big on records like this i mean it's kind mm. of it's good but it's not martin courtney i think <laughs> <laughs> the, and i think martin courtney award? deserves an award he deserves an award for the record for that making some it people, on the list at all that, sorry, Juan and, that Juan and I vote for that no one else votes for or even thinks is that good oh, I'm but... sure Joe oh, yeah. and I also have artists like that on this list yeah. we do uh, oh, yeah, got our pick is usually rolling blackouts coastal fever I, should, I feel like there yeah. should be an award but apparently other people did as well and I think this is like the highest ranking no actually no they had like a yeah. number three once for Hope Downs I think was their record but still top 20 that's oh, yeah. top 20 is great and it's a great record oh. and I still yeah. I, I'm still bitter about that guy that gave it a, a 6 out of 10 on on the record and uh, wait question how is second grade so low on this list because didn't all of us vote for second grade I think Juan didn't you, I didn't you I didn't you didn't I thought oh so it's just me and Dave yeah Juan sort of goes around saying he's Mr. Power Pop, and then he 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 leaves the best Power Pop record of the year off his list. Astonishing! I had to pick twenty records. It was too hard. I didn't. We all had to pick twenty records, Juan. I know it just wasn't in my top twenty. I'm sorry. But it's it's good to see it there. I'm happy it's still there, though. I'm really happy to see it there. Yeah. Is that the is Um, that the Philly record of the year, Gabby? (laughs) What's that? Is it is the Philly the... record of the year, second grade, the best, the best ranked? Wait, what else? Wasn't there other Philly music that I liked that came out this year? Oh, Empath, which yeah, I didn't Empath, rank. Empath, but they did make it. I didn't rank them. Sorry, Empath. Did uh, did Holden Oaks add anything this year? Or... <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, oh. Yeah, so I guess Never mind. So. Never mind. Oh, Knife, Knife, uh, Knife Play. play. Yeah, but they didn't I, make I it, was, did they? I like that album, but I didn't rank it. Yeah. It wasn't as much um, for me. So I think uh, a thing we should do, we should all name the album that we voted for that was highest on our individual list that didn't make the top 50. That didn't rank? Yes. That's a very um, good question. I'll, so my, my top it's seven... such a good question. I know mine. I from, know mine. Okay, what's yours? My top nine made it. Oh. My top seven made it, That's and then eight, nine, and ten didn't. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna complain yeah, about mine. Yours. Mine's number ten, and it is sorry. And <laughs> I'm still cranky that none of you even listened to that album because I think if you had, it would have made it. Oh, except Juan, um, it would have made <laughs> it on this list because I think it is something you guys would have liked. But I'm actually annoyed that nobody else apparently even voted for it. Yeah. Of all of our writers, no. or else it would have made it. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm I, very I, confused. I haven't listened to it enough. I, I think we were going to talk about it, weren't we, on one of our we best of 2022 podcasts? But and, we cannot, we so I'm just cranky and whining about it. But I'm, it just I'm feels like it slipped baffled. through the net. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm legitimately I promise baffled. I'll give I think it, a go. it is memorable and perhaps not a necessarily a standout but i don't know how it completely didn't make it onto the list hmm. um, so, so i've just had a look shame. of my top 20 <laughs> of my top 20 only 10 made it onto the final list so my top seven made it and then from the remaining 13 only oh, wow. three made it so my highest rate so, one that didn't so was 
Yeah, I was going to say, it was obscure and interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Harry Styles, Arctic Monkeys, bands like that that not many people have heard of. Yeah. Well, you um, Arctic Monkeys? All right. You did. Yeah. Yes, I did. I did. I did. I did. Um, yeah, so then my highest rank, ranked one that didn't make it was Topical Dancer by Charlotte Adigiri and Bolas Pupal, which oh, you put me onto, actually, was, Dave. Those were. Um, That's a great record. Popular. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I can't believe really, I put really you onto that. that record. I've turned you onto like two records that are totally not the sort of things that I would normally be listening to. So I'm quite... Hey, what's, what's the other one? Good. Oh, Martin Courtney. Uh, oh, no, what's uh, the other the, one? The no, one the, the, the Fireful is Glock or whatever, however you say it. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's really good as well. Um, yeah. But I love that record. But, yeah. I, I don't know why I didn't vote for it. It was I, I really enjoyed that, and then I forgot about it altogether. What number was that on your list? Eight. The Tropical Dancer. Eight, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine is kind of really boring. Fun. You thought it was boring? No, no, oh, no, your no, list no, is boring. Pick. No, I'm yeah. talking about the pick that didn't make my my that didn't make the official. You only had list. one pick that didn't make it. No, there were like four or five, five I think. Uh, but yeah, like Kurt Vile was number eleven on my list and it didn't make it. But I I think it's one of his again. You think he would make it? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I like that one a lot. It, it feels like he was going back to even his early records, but with like a, a little more of a sheen to it. But I yeah. I thought it was quite great, but, you know, people maybe just either didn't hear it. Or oh, I enjoyed it. I just... Bubbling under their list, so, yeah. It fades into the background <laughs> a little bit, doesn't it? It's not, yeah. you know, it's low-key. Um, What's yours, David? Mine is... Would you believe it? My entire top ten made it, and <laughs> eleven this and twelve. Yeah, I have nothing to do with it. I submit my list, and Juan does the rest. And I, I've mm-hmm. no, I've no extra insight Rigged. or sort of yeah, yeah. It's a total fix. Uh, old sweatshirt. And, that actually is uh, really surprising, uh, yeah. though. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a great record. I'm really sad. And I mean, it, it wasn't on mine, but it was almost on mine. So. And then I had well, Ezra, count, Ezra Collective. Um, yeah. Was it 14? I'm surprised that didn't make it. Wait, was that on... Well, it couldn't have been on Joe's, I guess. No. Uh, um, oh, it was It was 22 on my list. So effectively, no, it wasn't on my list. Well, that's so, no. Mm. <laughs> that's a no, yeah. And, yeah. Then I had, yeah. and then I had Knife Play, and that was it. Just three albums that didn't make it. Huh. Mm. I, I, I mean, that didn't make it. Yeah. Which I thought was I very feel... low. So I um, reflected I the realized. list most closely, I guess. Mm-hmm. You did. Uh, just Alice has got uh, Rosalia at 24, which, I mean, I voted for that. Um, it's really high on my list. But that must be one of the first kind of albums where it's majority not sung in English that is makes our yeah. list. That's quite unusual for a, for a largely foreign language album to, mm. to make our list. So that's... Oh, right, yeah. Oh, yeah, they yeah. normally do. Yeah, yeah. And even more so for like Latin American. Um, Bad Bunny still hasn't quite made an impression with no record listeners. So mm, I was quite—I was almost expecting that to be on there actually. Um, Bad Bunny. But, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I was pleased to see it. Rosalia on Don't there. Say who, but somebody did. And, and mm. quite a high placing. Must have had a, a few votes, I think. Who who else was Rosalia. into that one? one. Mm. Oh no, I'm not going to say like who voted. You're for not going to. You're going to publicly. That's not, 
That's not in this room, uh, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, That's personally I mean, identifiable Ro information, and we can't share it. Yeah, yeah. it's against the G G GPDR. I love your commitment um, to to writer confidentiality. That's yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, in case they get Excellent. like doxed or you know the stands go after them. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I had Rosalia at number three, so. Whoa. I didn't. Uh, that was a weird gap. I didn't properly listen to her until too late. I don't know how, but I have a few things like that. So Can I steer us in a negative they... direction? Oh, I was going to ask, because yes, I just yes. I want to stir up some drama. And I want drama, yes. I want divisiveness, I want swearing, drama, I want anger, drama. I want okay. cranky Juan. I want to... Yes. I want to know, um, when you look at the list, is there anything that you're just thinking like, oh my god, not that one. How did that make it? I hate seeing that on there. Kind of, yeah. Um, can I go first? Okay, yes. no, Gabby, go, go on, Joe. No, 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 Joe, go. I mean, I've never listened, so I've, I've prefaced this by saying I've never actually listened to an album by this person, but I, I know it wouldn't be my sort of thing, I think. But just generally, does every year just like Alex I G just release more. an album yeah. and the same people yes. just go up to vote for it? And it's just like, <laughs> really? Does anyone? Uh... It's like, does anyone? Does anyone in the real world actually like Alex G, or is it just people who write about indie music? It's just people who write about indie music and are like kind of pretentious and have a lot of like, vague yeah. things to say about statement. music that are not <laughs> shh, I'm correct and have vague <laughs> things to say about music that are not actually descriptive about the music that they listen to um, mm. I'm telling complete truths that are unimpeachable <laughs> I like that one uh, yeah. I did like that one um, he did a few years ago that had the um, was it like a goat on the front cover or a dog I can't remember yeah. it had yeah, that was that's, that was that's fun. proto martyr. No, that was a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the yeah, it's like this yeah, uh, complimentary album yeah. too. Yeah, but I'm a sucker yeah, for a, a, an album with a with an animal on the cover. Yeah, no, probably you're right. That was a good so, one. Yeah, Alex, that I liked, Alex but G. I I don't yeah, I'm not that fond of this this direction. I just think I, that there are no things that we all that have to vote for because the the people think that they're good. <sighs> Big thief. <laughs> sorry. Well, sorry, I still want to, I, I do want to say to answer Joe's question also, I, I think a lot of people listen to, to Alex G surprisingly. He's really, he's the Elliot Smith for late 20s people. Oh my God. He's right. kind of become right. a lot okay. of people that But why can't they just listen age. to Elliot Smith? True. Yeah. I mean, I know we're supposed to that's, and that's kind of the opposite of what we're supposed to be doing on the podcast, isn't it? It's I guess, but yeah. Alex he also does like, a lot of... <laughs> he, he, does, he does a lot of like vocal manipulation, he does a lot of modern production, and I think that appeals to, to a lot of younger listeners, even if he does mm. like more centered folk music as well. I like him a lot, I'll be honest. And I it, it wasn't in my top 10 actually, but I, it was on my list, mm. so. Hmm. But no, no, well, no. Was, more, yeah. more Warren G, less Alex G. That's where I'm concerned. 
Yes. <laughs> I also can't be trusted because I don't like or understand. Well, it's not that I don't like her. I just don't get the appeal of Phoebe Bridgers, the mass appeal. Same. Like, I just You're don't. Really, I'm, surpri- I'm surprised, I actually. Don't like Phoebe I Bridges. thought that. Wow, I cannot figure figure you out, man. <laughs> I oh, I knew we I, had a, yeah. yeah look. I would never have expected that. Oh, yeah. You don't get him oh, started. You, I mean, you had, I knew. You had I knew. Right? You just knew. Yeah. But if you oh, it wasn't no, hints. No, they, were, they were monologues. Okay, okay, you know? but you... You you have you happen to know, but if you you won't be able to answer this objectively. But if you did not know, would you have guessed? Because that doesn't track for me that Juan wouldn't like Phoebe Bridgers. Why? Is... I mean, I I don't get it. I I don't get it either. But I also just don't like folk folk or folk adjacent stuff with some very small exceptions well... that I can't think of right now. <laughs> I, I think Phoebe Bridgers is kind of that same generation of her. And I think I know what you mean, Gabby, because you know that I've, I've liked snail mail a lot. It's kind I of like snail falls, mail. It, it falls in the same spectrum. Folk. It, it fall, hmm. kind of falls well, in the neither new... Neither Phoebe Bridgers, I guess. Not exactly. Okay. But uh, what I'm trying to say is that it kind of <laughs> falls in the in the new yes. Lilith Fair kind of sound. Yes, yes. Because I, I like Beba Doobie a lot. I like Snail Mail yeah, a lot. Of, I like a lot too. of these artists, but I feel like Phoebe Bridgers is too, like, whispery and introspective, and and I, I maybe I don't yeah. relate with it in some way. Yeah, but, like, but the music is not very interesting pressure, Right? Yeah. And I don't oh, yeah. appreciate the difference. Well, now, Crusher, I have not sat down yeah. and listened to both in enough you know, detail to truly be a good critic. But to me, like you play one song, you play another, I would not, like if it were, if they were like deep cuts or whatever, I would not be able to, I just can't. But this is just like a genre of music that I have some sort of weird block about, I guess. But I like love snail mail. So I don't, I also don't really, I need to think about this harder. I'm being a very bad music critic right now. (laughs) I think Skull Crusher just falls more in the like, and David would probably know like stuff that I like from the seventies that is evokes like the new, like new artists, newer artists, like maybe Marissa Nadler kind of artists that do like seventies folk rock. Uh, she falls in that. It's category. a little more understated, isn't it? A bit more, yeah. A little bit mellower, a bit less personality in a way. Yeah, yeah, I like that. So, record, David, what's your, what's, what's your, mine? What's your Do one you that's on the list? Well, I was going to say, well, you know what? Nothing really offends me, but ugh, that's a boring answer, isn't it? Um, you know what? Yeah. I'm not going to say. You asked the question. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. So I'm not going to say. <laughs> It shouldn't be on the list, but I, I don't, I don't get the, I don't get the massive hype for Wet Leg. I think it's okay. I think it's seven out of ten. Me too. I'm sorry, Gabby. So, I think I no, think no, no, no. I don't yeah. apologize. No, I'd be on. happy to see it in in the thirties, but I just think like everyone's hang got on. it in the top ten. Why? I don't disagree. Hang on a second. I love Wet okay. Leg, but I think. I have to look at the list a little closer to to see what else kind of fits in this category. But I truly believe, despite my adoration for Wet Leg, that it is one of the bands that people like vote for because they think they have to put in the top ten. 
Yes, mm-hmm. even though I love so like, and it is legit in my top ten. I think everyone, <laughs> like, I almost for me for I I almost put the smile on my top twenty because I thought, well, you know. You know, this is yeah. like the critics' selection, yeah. isn't it? I got it's it. Like it's like a technically good album. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, yeah. no, no, I don't. I am not bound to this. I don't. I do what I want. God damn it. So I didn't. But I feel yeah. like Wet Leg is the one this year. Yeah. So Gabby, people. you're you're voting, you're voting for Wet Leg for the correct reasons, and everyone else is voting for it for the wrong reasons. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Right. You're the only one who's done it properly. <laughs> so I would yeah. not have been upset if Wet Leg were lowered down. I would have been confused if it weren't on the list at all. Yeah, I agree with that, I think. But I am just... These top lists are kind of a load of garbage, aren't they? (laughs) I I don't know. Do you know what this podcast is for, Gabby? (laughs) Shh, shh, shh. Hush. Hush now. I mean, I think we ended one of the... We ended one of the best of 2022 podcasts by concluding that we hated music and we were fed up (laughs) listening to it. So uh, I think we... We, we, we do usually end. Meditate. Yeah. I like. I like. Books. I My favorite like album for next year is yeah. books. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's now. There's a thought. Yeah. yeah. That's what we need to jump into. But I like it. I agree. Yeah. The sort of somewhere in the mid pack. But it's just. It's just not. It's a. It's fun. It's kind of zeitgeisty. Everyone enjoyed it in the exactly. in the summer at the festivals. You know, there's some great singles. I don't think it's an amazing album. That's all. And I think I it's really it. connect. It's connected with a kind of. I think this is, you know, the people the podcast is trying to reach. We're trying to help people who struggle to find new music. And I think what you'll find is that the people that should be listening to the podcast, who've got like a a top five <laughs> records that they heard this year and didn't get around to hearing much, will have heard Wet Leg, and will be saying, exactly. oh, yeah. there wasn't that much good this year, but that Wet Leg record was was fun. It got a lot of attention, and I think everyone heard it. And there's a large yeah. cohort of uh, forty and fifty year old kind of lapsed music fans who loved it. I always... And I just wish they'd scratch under the surface and listen to our podcast and find that there was some much better the stuff. Most, some of the I got a lot of people in my TikTok channel leaving comments like recommending music either directly to me to everyone else, but a lot of the comments I get, which I think is kind of adorable, is like, "Have you heard Wet Leg?" <laughs> and I <laughs> yeah. try not to be like a dick i'll just be like yes i have they're great aren't they <laughs> but like yeah. i'm like huh I'm yeah you. well i try i try <laughs> sometimes i fail but i think that's very cute <laughs> so did everyone name one I, I i did you name one gabby oh or did she sort of um, sidestep it i think she kind of sidestepped it didn't she i don't think we just jumped on everyone else. Me off? is that the question yeah. <laughs> is that yeah. what pissed me off um I didn't I say big well I can't yeah, be upset about right. Big Thief like just because I don't get it doesn't mean it's not a good record I haven't even properly listened to it that's not fair well, it's it's like six hours long so <laughs> um no honestly I think we did all right I mean I think that we should probably get into maybe this is a good segue into what was left off Unless we already talked about that in my memory. Yeah, well, let's go. Short. Let's go there. Let's go there. What well, we we talked about what was left off from from of our, our list, individualists. Uh, yeah. mm. What else but were just... you kind of sad to see miss out? Um, I think I'm surprised that Porridge Radio wasn't on there. Oh yeah, that's 
That's not even necessarily that they were that high on my list. I was just like, I'm surprised that our that no ripcord didn't put them there. Yeah, there's a yeah. few. Uh, that's one. I think Black Midi is like the kind of band that I feel like more of our more alternative, noisy, or kind of listeners would pick. But Black Midi didn't make it either. That's kind of surprising to me, actually. Even though, um, yeah, that's uh, actually a good point. Didn't we always love them? Go on, sorry. Oh, we didn't all always love them. Um, I think you mentioned Dave Ezra Collective, <laughs> and I would definitely have liked. I know I've just said that I didn't vote for it, but I would really like um, one of our lists to have a record a bit more like that. That that kind of record never really does make our list. Has Has Sons of Kemet made our list before? Because I know you really like them, Quan. Yes. Yeah, last year it did. It was like top. They 10. did last year. They did yeah. make last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, they okay. did well. I think. I think yep. lots. Oh, that's good. Okay. Okay, well, more more kind of like modern jazz, jazz adjacent type stuff I would like to see in future. And more Australian stuff in future. Yeah, no, what's wrong with the, What's wrong with you? More Australia? Yeah, there was Australian a, sh- a sh- shortage of Australia. Isn't there like a lot on the list? Um, no? um, mm. Rolling Blackouts. There was a shortage of, of Yorkshire um, stuff as well, I think. So. <laughs> I'm also it's all Philadelphia based, like... that's why. Oh, yeah, that's, that's not even yeah. my doing. It's a, it's a stitch up. I'm really surprised Just Mustard isn't on here. Yeah, yeah I thought that was that was as good as... I, I remember weighing up whether to pick that or Horse, Horse Girl for the podcast, right. and I was really torn between the two. And I think Which I think is a little high, like, in my opinion. I don't, I don't want to sound... Horse Girl? Yeah. yeah. Don't I didn't even put them too. on my list at all. So a Me lot either. of people voted is what that means. Other people other people. That's the <laughs> that's the difference, I guess, with having that kind of matador push, exactly. isn't it? Because I just mustard record. I know they're not similar, but it was a, that was a good record. You're right. That should and kind of be. I didn't on put just mustard on my list because I can't. Well, not because, but I. I but I was certain that like everyone would vote for them that it would be like solidly in the 30s or 40s so i don't know what happened to it yeah. didn't it, it come it came out kind of um, early in the year stuff did. gets forgotten yeah we briefly mentioned it, it earlier but it even despite the fact it wasn't loved by everyone i'm quite surprised arctic monkeys didn't make it just because they're in that same sort of kendrick oh, bracket yeah. as like i thought i think anything they release yeah. is probably going to make our list and they weren't i know that they've not they've missed out on a lot of lists and, yeah even um, the yeah. Even though we've given them some really diverse scores in terms of reviews, they are yeah they're that kind of band that you'd expect might creep in um, in people's top twenties. But the reason I think it didn't is because I think it's just really fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a, I've got a checkered history with the Arctic Monkeys. So um, yeah, you can't Gosh, complain. You can't compl- yeah, you can't complain. There's not much Yorkshire stuff in there, and then be that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is true. I'm gonna to have to kind of watch my back when I when I step outside now. I guess mm. saying such things, but I just didn't. I didn't really enjoy it at all. And I think they're kind of just. Sometimes they sound like a parody of themselves these days, you know. Yeah. Anyway, I, I have to say, listening to all of our podcasts, I'm a little surprised that even Joe, who who mentions War Paint a lot in our podcast, I think oh, I've heard yeah. like two or three mentions. Uh, mm. Completely oh, yeah. ignored by Joe Rivers. I like the one yeah. that I forgot about. Ooh, I forgot about it. 
I like the War Paint album too. Whoops. Mm. I'd kind of forgotten about that. I, I like What that about too. Mars Volta? That was a that was left field and uh, and I, I thought that here. might have popped in because I, no, I think I don't think so. I think we'd ha- we've got a few kind of Mars Volta fans. I just thought that might have piqued their interest, but well, yeah. it was a change in direction, wasn't it? It was it was their pop album. Is there anything? Said, uh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it was too were, pop. Yeah. Too, but it was too still a, it was still a proggy kind of pop, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything that you have heard since? Because I think we submit what people, I guess, don't know um, is that we submit our lists in November because it takes quite a while to pull the whole feature together. Is there anything you've heard since November that you think? Damn, I wish I'd heard this earlier. This would definitely have been on my list. I, I, I think I yes. like two picks. Um, my... Hmm. Good. I'm glad. Um, <laughs> Go on, Juan. I, I think for an artist that I never really liked a lot, I, I've been kind of into the, the new Frankie Cosmos a lot. It's, it's quite quite cute record, and I really like it. And I also feel like for somebody like myself who really likes Don Richard... For the most part, I finally really listened to her collaboration with Spencer Zahn, and it, it's quite remarkable too. So I feel like she's like the kind of artist that will continue to get snubbed <laughs> in our list. So yeah, those are two picks that I can think about. Um, okay, I'll. I mean, sure. all these records are quite uh, or very recent to me, so I haven't got a lot to say about them. But um, I would imagine if it had come out earlier, the Scissor album would have been in our list somewhere. Um, but obviously that came out literally like mid mid December, so that was too late for Alice and a lot of other people's. Um, but I have three picks that I've heard since that I think probably might make my top twenty. Otherwise, um, the the Oliver Sim album, the guy from the XX, put out a record a few months ago called Hideous Bastard, which is is really good. Um, one you mentioned earlier, Dave. That I, again, I don't know how to pronounce it. Fevel is Glauk, Fevel is Glauk. Um, the kind of sort of jazzy stereo lab type type thing. And a record that I heard for the first time um, this week, uh, a duo called Domi and J.D. Beck have a record called Not Tight. that are like this kind of very sort of proggy, jazzy, complicated thing. But then they do songs like they did a record, they did a song on, there's a song on their album with Mac DeMarco, where he just kind of does his general sort of like, I've just woken up and I'm going to have a little bit of a sing over a nice song. And he's singing like a completely different song to what they're playing. And it's just, it kind of, I have a bit of a, a weakness for sort of real um, kind of poppy, jazzy, lots of instruments, stuff like Hiatus Coyote, that kind of thing. And yeah, I, that's a record I liked. I liked a lot. Anyone else? Have any others? Gabby? Well, David? I mean, I haven't really been listening yeah. to necessarily. The, I think the only, this is embarrassing, but I think the only newer record I've listened to because I've been so freaking exhausted since all this end of year stuff is the little Sims record, which I'm very mixed on. Unfortunately, I have to give it another chance, but I have been kind of catching up a little bit on stuff that I didn't listen to throughout the year, but had been on my to listen list and kind of, I don't know how I missed it. Um, and one of those records was the um, new Bob villain the price of life and i got really into it so that probably should have earned a spot on my top 20 and somehow didn't and i also kind of expected that to get on our end of year list and it didn't that feels like kind of like a no record 
sort of album. So I don't know what happened there. I've got two. Um, I've got, first of all, Wow Bonnie. I know we listened to it in our um, Best of, of 22 podcast and Joe and Gabby were kind of like, yeah, it's pleasant and for one and I liked it, but I've, I've listened to that quite a lot and it is that it is that kind of record that just grows on you and that you kind of find yourself really enjoying after after a while. I think it's a really nice record and I'm kind of sad that other people didn't hear it because you know if if you if you if you're rating Big Thief at number two, you you're probably going to find a lot to like there. Um, so people should give that one a chance. It didn't get the attention it deserved. Uh, and the the other one um, was me just kind of being a, a nerd and trying to find lots of obscure power pop bands that I hadn't heard in 2022. And I found this tiny little Norwegian band called Beachheads. Uh, and they put out a record uh, this year. Um, it's kind of that punkier end of, of power pop. It reminded me a little bit of um, um, Michael Cronin's record from 2013, MC2. It had that kind of, you know, punky guitars, but but just lots of big positive choruses and, and just endless hooks. And that was just exactly the kind of power pop i really like um uh, absolutely Scandinavian to boot so yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely yeah yeah it's like you know come and come and get me i don't know why they didn't you know dangle it in front of me earlier in the year because that would have been in my top 20 and i would have probably picked them for the podcast as well but you know what can you do so that was a real a real great record uh beachheads check them out if you like your power pop which precisely probably three listeners <laughs> are going to do. So that's good. And two of those are you so as well. So are we all kind of end of year? Yeah, <laughs> that is true. I'm going to listen again. Are we end of year listed out? Have we got uh, anything else I'm music to add? Yeah. As I said, we've, we've ended the year by saying I'm, I'm now, I don't like music anymore. The next, yeah. the next episodes are going to be about books and TV. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, best best page seventy fours of all time. Yes. That's what I'm, I want. Yes. Everyone's top ten page seventy fours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top five adjectives. <laughs> oh, Adverbs, <yeah>. please. Yeah. <laughs> best footnotes of all time. Yeah. That'd be good. So, yeah, we will we will kind of recuperate over the festive period and um, reacquaint ourselves with music and rediscover our love i'm sure i'm not sure if this is going to be our last podcast of the year or whether we'll squeeze a few extra editions we've got quite a few end of year ones that are in the editing queue um but i guess i just want to throw back to chat gpt for the finale <laughs> um this was the this was the take-home <laughs> quote that they cooked up for us we may be old but our love for music never dies thanks for listening to quarantine the past Quarantine the Past is hosted by David Coleman, Juan Rodriguez, Joe Rivers, and Gabby Nirenberg. Be sure to leave us a review on iTunes, preferably a good one, and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Quarantine the Past Pod. And remember, while you can never quarantine the past, we can at least keep your music taste up to date. Thanks for listening.